This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the listening room. My name's Ken Young. Got some rather splendid music to play for you today, beginning with some Mozart.
I'm sure some of you will have recognised that piece. Uh, it's the first movement of Mozart's Eine kleine Nachtmusik, a little night music. And uh, nicely performed there, I thought, by the um, Camerata Academica de Mozartium Salzburg, conducted by Sandor Weig. Um, in the early 1890s in uh, Paris, there was uh, the first production of a play by a a very well-known playwright at the time, Maurice Maeterlinck. And it was called Pelias et Melisande. Um, the first composer to write music uh, with regard to this particular play was Debussy in his famous and uh, deservedly famous opera of the same name, which was f- written by him in the 1890s, but not actually first produced in the theatre until 1902. Uh, but other composers also wrote incidental music for productions of the play. One of them, Sibelius, Schoenberg did it, and so did Gabriel Faure for the London premiere of the play in 1901. And I'd like to play, he, he actually made, uh, having written the incidental music, he made a suite of uh, four pieces taken from that incidental music, and I'd like to play you the first movement, the prelude of that particular suite, Palais Melisande by Gabriel Faure. It's played for us by the New Philharmonia Orchestra, conducted by... Sir Andrew Davis.
beautiful piece. That was the first movement, the prelude of the suite from the incidental music for the played Palais de Melisande, composed by Gabriel Fauré. It was played for us there um, uh, by the, um, sorry, the New Philharmonia Orchestra conducted by Sir Andrew Davis. On to some Schubert. And my good friend and colleague, Christchurch-based German pianist by the name of Michael Endress, who back in the mid-90s made a a series of recordings of Schubert piano sonatas when he was still living in Germany. And uh, I'd like to play a movement from the sonata in D, Opus 53, the fourth and final movement, in fact. Uh, So here it is, played by Michael Endress.
I just love the way Michael plays the piano. He's, he's an expert. He's a wonderful musician. It's the Christchurch-based German pianist Michael Endress. Uh, with the fourth movement of the Sonata D Major, D850, or Opus 53, by Schubert. It was written in 1825. And it comes from a collection of CDs that Michael made with back in the mid-90s uh, with Capriccio Records. I recommend the set highly if you like your Schubert piano music. Moving on now to some Bruckner and a piece which was written another 30-odd years later in 1861. Well, 36 years later, I suppose, um, by Anton Bruckner, who's probably best known for his nine symphonies. Um, however, he was a very, very fine organist, one of Europe's top organist organists uh, back in the day, and uh, also a very, very fine choral writer. He wrote very beautiful music for, for chorus. And I'd like to play a setting of the Ave Maria he did in 1861. For, uh, it's a setting for seven-part unaccompanied choir. Uh, the altos, tenors, and basses are all split into two, where the uh, only the sopranos are not divided. And it's, uh, as I say, unaccompanied, and it's performed here for us by the um, City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra Chorus, conducted by Simon Halsey.
I hope you enjoyed that. I know I did. Beautiful piece by Bruckner, Anton Bruckner. He was about 37 when he wrote that in 1861. Lovely setting of the Ave Maria, seven-part unaccompanied choir. It was performed for us there um, by the City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra Chorus under the direction of Simon Halsey. Moving now on to some New Zealand music, and you may recall a few weeks ago I played you the first movement of a new symphony, uh, Symphony Number no. 5 by Dunedin composer Anthony Ritchie, which I got to conduct uh, back in 2020 with the Christchurch Symphony Orchestra. I'd like to play you the rather bright and bouncy um, second movement of this symphony now. So here it is, the second movement of Symphony Number no. 5 by Anthony Ritchie, and it's the Christchurch Symphony Orchestra, conducted by yours truly.
Good piece. That was the second movement uh, from the Symphony Number no. Five, a recent release by Rattle Records. Uh, Anthony Ritchie's Symphony Number no. Five, Dunedin composer, and uh, it was played for us there by the um, Christchurch Symphony Orchestra, conducted by myself. And uh, it's only just been released the last couple of months. So uh, if you like it, go and buy a copy. Rattle Records. Moving on now to a composer I don't think I've featured on this program before. His name is Gerald Finzi, very fine English composer who lived from 1901 to 1956. He had a sort of a tragic history. In the early, early years of his life, he lost three of his brothers, his father and his composition teacher, which sort of gave rise to a sense of the transience of life, which very much displays itself clearly throughout his works. But another interesting thing about him, after having lived in the Cotswolds for a while, he later settled with his wife in Hampshire, where he enjoyed a country lifestyle, cultivating apples. In fact, he is attributed with rescuing a number of rare species from extinction. I want to play you a little choral piece that he wrote called Clear and Gentle Stream, and it's uh, based on a poem by Robert Bridges. And uh, it's sort of an almost hymnal setting, evoking melancholy nostalgia of a lazy summer afternoon. Here it is, Clear and Gentle Stream by Gerald Finzi, and it's sung for us by the Choir of St John's College, Cambridge, conducted by Christopher Robinson, with Christopher Whitton on the organ.
That was the uh, a piece called Clear and Gentle Stream uh, by Gerald Finzi, English composer, and it was sung for us there by the Choir of St John's College, Cambridge, conducted by Christopher Robinson. And, of course, no organ. I was thinking of another piece on the same album. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. My apologies. On to some Ravel. And uh, in the 20s, uh, Maurice Ravel wrote a very fine violin sonata. There's a good anecdote to this, actually. It took him a while to finish. He started in 1923, but didn't actually finish it until 1927. And uh, he, uh, the well-known Romanian composer Georges Enescu was it, uh, arrived in Paris, knocked on Ravel's door, just as Ravel had, he hadn't not long finished the piece. The ink was hardly dry on the page. And so they uh, got together and uh, Ravel led him in the door at his house and they sat down, Ravel played the piano, Enescu played the violin and they read through the brand new violin sonata. This could be an apocryphal story, but I do hope it's true. They then got up and went out to lunch, came back, and uh, Ravel said, it's played again. And uh, Enescu proceeded to play the piece from memory. <laughs> yeah, he was quite clever, Mr. George Enescu. Anyway, it has an interesting second movement, which is entitled um, Blues Moderato. It's sort of a stylized blues, um, stylized jazz, if you like. Uh, jazz being very big in Paris in the 1920s. So I'd like to play this rather bluesy second movement of the 1927 Violin Sonata by Maurice Ravel. And here it is played for us by, um, um, played for us by, that's right, Chantal Jouillet uh, with, on the violin with Pascal Roger on the piano.
such fun. That was the uh, second movement of the violin sonata by uh, Maurice Ravel, the 1927 violin sonata by Maurice Ravel. It was played for us there by Chantal Juillet and uh, on violin and Pascal Roger on the piano. Finally, in today's program, I'd like to play you a, a very fun movement uh, from the, the fourth and final movement from um, Dmitry Shostakovich's Piano Concerto Number no. One for solo piano, strings, and solo trumpet. It's uh, I think you're going to enjoy this. It's played for us by one of my all-time favourite pianists, Marta Agrich, who just actually turned 80 last year and is still playing uh, last week rather. She turned 80 last week and is still playing as well as ever. She's an amazing pianist. Marta Agerich, and uh, the solo trumpet's played by Guy Tuvron, and the orchestra is the Württembergische Kammerorchester Heilbronn, conducted by Jörg Feierbeer. Thank you. 
Such fun. Wonderful. Last movement, fourth movement of the uh, piano concerto number one for piano, obviously, <laughs> strings and uh, solo trumpet. There was Marta Agrich on the piano, Guy Tuvron on solo trumpet, and the Württembergische Kammorchestra Heilbronn was conducted by Jörg Faber. Well, that's all we have time for, I'm afraid, today. Um, I've really enjoyed bringing you this program. I love having your company and love bringing you great music every week. I hope you can join me at the same time again next week uh, here in the listening room on ORFM. Bye for now. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.